The Anchor Talk podcast spans the globe to find the best profile interviews on the planet. Today, we go across the pond, so to speak, to the UK for our first international Anchor Talk profile interview. And I'm very excited about it. Welcome to episode 34. It's time for the Anchor Talk podcast, our profile segment. And this is Dan Davidson, your host. Today's guest is Anna Guerra, and she is from Portugal, getting her master's in digital marketing right now in the UK, and she's a digital marketing specialist, very young, 22 years old. She's already got an internship with Microsoft lined up for for the fall. She's a writer, a blogger, a podcaster. She's got it going on. Very insightful, very inspiring. You're going to really enjoy this interview. Let's hear now from Anna. Going international now with Anchor Profile Interviews. Remember, you can be interviewed. Just go to anchorinterviews.com and sign up. Let's hear now from Anna. Welcome to the Anchor Talk Podcast. It's time for another profile interview. This is so much fun. I'm your host, Dan Davidson, and today I'm I'm really looking forward to the interview. It is with someone who already has a degree in marketing, and she's getting her master's in digital marketing. It's Anna Guerra. Anna, welcome to the show. Hey, Dan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here, and although it's very late here in the UK, I'm all fired up for the interview. (laughs) Well, you are a real trooper because this is uh, a little past 8 o'clock Eastern Standard, so it's uh, in the early morning there in the U.K., so thank you so much for joining us. Uh, You are on Anchor, and I I just want to uh, share your station name, first of all, so people can kind of look that up. And, uh, I mean, you you have really been keeping busy with your station, so it is anchor.fm slash Anna, A-N-A, then R-L-G-U-E-R-R-A. And uh, you already have your podcast going on Anchor, and you've already done 26 episodes. You are really doing some great content. Yep. Uh, well, yep, my station is N-R-L Gara because Anna is my first name, then R-L is my two names from the middle, Raquel Lopez, and then... Guerra. So here, uh, for Portuguese people, it's very common to have four names. I take it for Americans, it is not. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I joined Anchor maybe around three months ago, but only about one month and a half as um, a content maker. And since I started, I never stopped. Um, I've been posting every day, even Saturdays and Sundays, uh, not always I turn my segments into episodes. I only turn them into episodes if I feel like it's something that my audience will enjoy yesterday, today, tomorrow. But, yeah, I guess it must be 26. I'm not counting, but, yeah. Well, hey, you you, get, you have some great content, and uh, I, I actually thought that we would just start the interview with playing a little content. Uh, I was – uh, listening to your podcast today, as a matter of fact, and you shared a favorite quote, and you had some great insights on it. So uh, 
Let me just play this right now, uh, and so and then you can comment on it. Okay, you can, you can expound on it. Here we go. This is from uh, uh, the, an episode, say, "Getting to Know My Fave Quotes." So the first one is, "If you want to lead an extraordinary life, find out what the ordinary do and don't do it." Uh, this quote is on my LinkedIn profile as well, so that's how much this quote means to me. And it's something that I try to live up to, not just in my professional life, but with my friends, family, in my re- romantic relationships as well. Because I think if you just end up doing what other people do, you will end up in the same place that they do. You will. You can't do the same things all over again and expect different results. So if you want to have an extraordinary life, like the quote says, you have to see what else other people do and try to do differently, you know? All right, Anna, that, that was great. I uh, love the quote and love a lot of your insights. I'll let you kind of expound on that a little bit because you went, you, you, you shared some more insights after that, that intro on your podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say for me that quote has even kind of influenced some other articles that I didn't mention while I recorded that episode. For example, I have one article on Medium which is my advice for uh, young uh, people joining grad school or now going to the job market, which is be your own inspiration, which I think kind of is uh, a new way to look at things. People are always trying to be inspired by famous people who already made it, but why not just be inspired by yourself, you know? Um, if you're trying to do what everybody else is doing, you'll just end up in the same way. So if you're aspiring for something really high that no one has done, well, you have no one else to aspire to be than to aspire to be yourself in the future, which is something, which is my advice for people as well. I'm kind of inspired by uh, what I think my future will be or the, the talks that I will give the books that I will sell, or um, I don't know. I think that is a good way to be inspired. And then I would say, in terms of another article that I have, which is uh, what happens when you are the definition of unexpected. I think it's also influenced by that quote as well, because, yet again, if you're being uh, unexpected, if you're doing what people don't expect of you, it's better than... um, doing what they expect from you. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love that perspective. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you what, you, you are really uh, doing some great things. And uh, thank you for filling out your profile for the interview here. And you're 22 years old. And, uh, I mean, you, you are way ahead of your time. Uh, I, I want to ask you a little bit more about your your education right now. Uh, you mentioned that you're from Portugal, and but you're now getting your master's in the UK. Tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, let's try to go through the journey quick. <laughs> well, I, I'm from a city called uh, Leiria, which is uh, close to Lisbon. And then I moved to Lisbon for my undergrad. I was there for three years studying marketing management. 
So for marketing management, the first year I got kind of an overall uh, overview of um, management style courses. So like econ economics, um, accounting, finance, and then I kind of specialized into marketing. Um, and during my period in my university, well, I was part of a marketing students association and we do a weekly, not weekly, yearly event called Marketing Journeys in which we try to bring um, like head people of marketing, marketing directors of big companies that are usually not as accessible for students, companies like Coca-Cola, um, uh, Rolls-Royce, um, Red Bull, companies that have such big names but are usually not as connected to, to students as, for example, um, consulting companies, which are always trying to hire students. So we okay. were able to, be, to bring really big companies to the event. And in that event, I was the digital and social media manager, which means I basically managed the website. I created the blog post as well. Um, and I did all the strategy for the social media, um, and I was posting it as well. So it was pretty hectic time at the moment. And I was also part of an organization called Junior Ixte Junior Consulting, which is basically like a consulting company, but only ran by students. So we, we had to do pitches for projects, and then we had to work on the projects. There were milestones to see if everything was going well with the client. So it's it, although I'm still I haven't worked professionally. I'm joining uh, as an intern soon in September, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, that gave me quite a lot of professional experience per se. And then after yep. that, I just sorry. <laughs> no, no, go go ahead. Uh, uh, after that, I decided that I wanted to specialize in digital marketing and. One of the places that would make sense for me was to go to the UK, and that's what I've been doing uh, this past year. Uh, the course is finishing in September, um, and yeah, I'm doing the master dissertation. Just minutes before I accepted this call, I was doing my dissertation because I have to get everything ready before I go back to Portugal. Yeah. That's fantastic, and I will ask you about when you go back in September, I understand you're going to be an intern with Microsoft, right? Yep, that is right. So I had quite a long process. I applied for Microsoft in January, and I only knew that I was in maybe uh, by the end of July. So it was quite a long process, uh, but a lot of fun. They made me super comfortable. And it's not super, super technical, at least for business roles. They're really trying to see um, what are your aspirations, what, how much are you passionate about tech, um, and really your potential, uh, let's say. And yeah, I'm joining in September. I'm still not sure of the actual date, but uh, 2nd September, I will be flying back to Lisbon. I will be having my own place now because, obviously, I lost my previous house in Lisbon. So I'll be moving in as well. So it's a very exciting time for me because, yeah, new house, new job, 
uh, first job. <laughs> so yes. we'll see how it goes. Well, congratulations. I'll tell you what, you have amazing potential. You're already uh, you're proving and showing what you can do in the, the, the digital marketing world. And so I want to I wanna ask you a little bit more about the podcast that you've done. I know that you were influenced to initially – uh, check out Anchor from Gary Vaynerchuk, who, who's been talking about it for a year and a half now. And then you said you, you followed Sarah Dietschy for about a month. And uh, you told me uh, in our kind of pre-interview here before we got started that it finally hit you one day and you said to yourself, what am I waiting for? I'm just going to start podcasting. I think that's a great, that's like, what am I waiting for? That's a great thing to ask yourself, right? Yeah, exactly, because I, well, I, I spent quite a lot of time, maybe since my second year of, of university, that I was always reading articles, watching videos, doing online courses. Like, I felt like I had the knowledge, but uh, maybe it was a case of uh, finding validation or having someone pushing me to do it, but there was no one pushing me to do it because none of my friends are doing what I'm doing right now. So that's another way why you should be your own inspiration because you have no one else doing what you have. So you really have to do your own path. And I just thought, yeah, well, Anchor is so easy and it's such a great opportunity. You know, no one is there for the fame and money. You can really build good connections there. So why not jump into the platform? And, uh, it reminds me of the first day that I also um, wrote my first article. Uh, I wrote my first article on LinkedIn, so not on Medium at the time. And basically, I was in exam season, and um, I was just feeling very unmotivated. And, like, I wanted to tell everyone, okay, guys, this is not it. There's more to life than university and what we're doing right now. And it can be super awesome if we just see things differently. So I just had all these thoughts on my mind, and I put them down on my mobile phone. I, I was trying to sleep, but I kept typing little things on my notes. And I wrote the whole article, and then basically the next day I reviewed it and posted it, and that's how I did my first article. And my experience here on Anchor was very, very similar. I just decided I was going to do an audio version of one of the articles that I already had on Medium, and that was it. No plan. I had no idea, to be honest, what I was going to post on on Anchor. But then around that time, I started uh, one of my series called Survey Adventures, in which I basically uh, shared my experience uh, with my master's dissertation, because now I have to work on it. and. One of the ways that I was collecting data was through surveys. So I was asking people on the street to do my survey, and I decided that would be uh, really cool to share with the Anchor family, and that's what I did. I, I met so many great people on the street, and I had such funny experiences and knew more about other countries and their experiences and all, and I shared all of that with Anchor, and everyone loved it, so I kept doing it, and yeah, never stopped since then. Well, that that is very inspiring. And I want to tell you, just about a week ago, I, I check Anchor.fm for any 
articles, updates, because, you know, I want to try to stay on top of that and share it with our listeners on the Anchor Talk podcast. And I found a link on Google to a great article written on Medium, and it was written by, let me see, who's this author? Oh, Anna Guerra. That's you. And I remember reading it. And so uh, I, I want to uh, tell people to go ahead and, and Google that. It's on Medium. And your uh, handle there at Medium is the same as Anchor, Anna R.L. Guerra, G-U-E-R-R-A. And, of course, you have uh, Twitter and Instagram with the same thing, too. So you wrote a great article, What I Learned from Using Anchor Every Day for 31 Days. You're an excellent writer, and you, you give uh, multiple tips and tricks. And I want to ask you about a couple bullet points, okay, because this is, these are some great points. Uh, number one, you said that uh, you suggest that people create a narrative in each segment kind of a balance between documenting and creating. Can you kind of uh, elaborate on that a little bit? Mm -hmm. Well, I think because Anchor is such an easy app, people can just click the button and record whatever they're saying. I think there's it's easy to fall into a trap of just saying whatever is on your mind, and then it's, you go see the segments, and they really might not make that much sense to the listener or might be too long. Uh, so I really try to, whenever I'm doing my segments, each segment has to have some kind of story. Um, each segment is its own, so that it's also a lot more shareable as well, I guess. But yeah, I think uh, my advice for people is to really think, okay, today on Anchor, what am I going to say? And really write maybe the main topics, because I think sometimes we think we have everything in our head about what we want to say, but then we, when we actually start talking, it's not uh, that easy. So that would be my advice. Right. Yeah. Okay, great. And then another point you make is that you suggest to welcome new users and provide value. Mm-hmm. Well, I think – well, I, I just wrote the tip, so I think it's a good tip. But the thing is um, it's, it's easy – to call someone on on Anchor and just sell your station. But that doesn't really bring that much value to them most of the time. So I think it's a lot better to listen to people first and then give them valuable content. So I'm going to give you some of, the, some of the examples that I did back in the time. Now I don't have yeah. as much time to do that, but at the time I would go to the new listener list and I would just listen to people, and sometimes I would recommend them, oh, okay, you have, you should do this with your sound, change this and that, or you should add uh, a more comprehensive um, biography because, you know, mental coach, every, there's a lot of them. Who, how are you different from others? Or you should let people know what your story is because I think it's very important for in Anchor to really share your story. This is not, I don't think this is a platform to just um, sell out your products, to just sell ideas for tips. I think it's about sharing your story and your journey and really being personal, honest, and raw. So that's one of the advices I would also give to people starting out. So yeah, I think you should really listen to a station and then give your own insights before you start. <laughs> Just talking no, that, about that, your own station. 
That's great. And like I said, this is a, a fantastic article, and you have a lot of good things. And I'll ask about one more thing here. You, you end your article by saying, post every day. And you say uh, that you believe there's something very special listening to someone's thoughts every day. And uh, when you post every day, there's a better chance that someone will run into your content as well. And I know you post seven days a week, right? Yep, every Usually? single day <laughs> at the same time, yep. Well, I think when I say uh, that sentence related to being in someone's thoughts, I could see my own experience as a listener. When I joined, uh, I would listen to Saradici. Now it's called The Daily Peach. Every day at the time, she the, the kind of the way she she uses the fiction now it's a little bit different because it's mostly interviews. But at the time, she would just record her thoughts at the time, and I would wake up, and that would be the first thing that I would do. I would pick up my Anchor app, I would put um, the app running, and I would listen to her, and I would get ready in the morning. And I felt like that brought a really close connection with her, although she doesn't know me, but I felt really, really close to her. So I thought, if I do this with with other people, maybe I will be their Saradici, you know, in a way. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of people, when they start putting out content on Anchor, they engage with everyone, they uh, post every day. But uh, since I've been here one month and a half, I've seen a lot of people who started out great, but then didn't have the stamina and determination to keep going and just stop or now they don't post as often. So I think um, the real winners are posting every day or posting at their own regular schedule. And I think when you, you, when you tell your audience you're posting every day, that's your brand, that's your word. And once you put that out, well, you have to deliver on your word. You, you wouldn't be wanting to disappoint a friend or a person you know in real life. So why would you want to disappoint your anchor listener? So I guess that's one of my other advices. If you want to um, push yourself into doing something, well, just tell the world you're doing it, and then you have to deliver. Tell the world you're doing it, and then you have to deliver. I love that. And uh, I'm going to go also go back to what you shared when you started your podcast. You said to yourself, what am I waiting for? So for the listeners on Anchor, uh, you know, that may have just been getting started with their station and, and they're doing that, I guess I'm going to ask you, what are you waiting for as far as just keeping uh, everyday content and starting a podcast? It's so simple. So I'm going to ask you, Anna, to kind of give a podcast dare challenge. Uh, I've, I've done that several times on our broadcast here, and some people have started a podcast. So what would you say to dare our listeners to go ahead and take the podcast plunge? I would say uh, probably most of the people who are listening and not producing here on Anchor, they probably think, oh, what do I have to add? Everyone else has said something. Uh, am I not just saying what somebody else said? But uh, I think you have to take those thoughts away from your mind. I, too, had them once. Um, but you really have to think that there's somebody who is going to listen to you and that somebody may change your life, maybe. 
So really think about what else can you can you bring, but sometimes it's not uh, necessarily a completely new idea. It can just be your own perspective on another idea that is already here. Um, and every one of us can share their own perspective in a unique way because we all have different aspirations, different experiences, different stories. So yeah, don't think that um, you don't have anything to add because definitely you do and there's someone who wants to listen to you. Wow, very inspiring. Uh, Anna, uh, it's been a pleasure to get to know you. I, I'm, I'm going to be able to say in the future, I knew her when, okay, because <laughs> you, you're, you have great potential. And, I mean, at 22 years old, uh, the confidence, the conviction, the commitment that you're showing is phenomenal. Here you are not even finished with your master's and You've already got an internship lined up with Microsoft, but you're an author on Medium. Now you're a podcaster, and you've got content in other channels. Uh, like you said, you told the world that you were going to do it, and you, Anna Garrett, are delivering. Well, thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> you're doing fantastic. Well, I want to thank you for staying up very late there in the U.K., you are our first official UK profile interview, and so that is That's very awesome. cool. Yes, and you're, the, uh, I think, the seventh person we've interviewed in the last week. And our goal here at Anchor Talk Podcast is to interview 100 Anchor members. We want to get to know you. We want to highlight you, hear how you use Anchor, but then also, as we've done here today with Anna, get to know you and what your message is all about. And so, Anna, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And if I do make it, well, we're going to welcome a second interview maybe. <laughs> oh, no, no, you've already made it, Anna, okay? <laughs> You're just going to go up from here. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, let, let's – hey, you're uh, a new anchor friend, and uh, we'll definitely uh, follow up with some interviews in the future. I will mention that we would love to interview you. All you have to do is do exactly what Anna did, and you can go to our landing page at anchorinterviews.com. You can find the time that uh, fits that I'm available, and we will do an interview just like we did here today, and we'll feature you on the Anchor Talk podcast. Anna, get some rest. Uh, you are awesome, and congratulations on everything you're doing. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much, Dan, and it was a pleasure. And see you next time. And bye, listeners. Okay, thank you.